Hey there, Change Journals people. Tracy Winchell here, and I've got another edition of the Change Journals coming at you. And this is one of my dear, dear friends. He's one of my people. Frankie Post is a minister to celebrate recovery. He's a pastor and a cigar aficionado. Plus, he's a pretty incredible dad. Hey, Frankie, thanks for hanging out with us today. Hey, Tracy. Thanks for having me. So apparently uh, you've stopped all work at Community Bible today so that everybody can help you get ready for this interview, right? <laughs> I've done what I can. I've done what I can. <laughs> That's awesome. How you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. It's a Monday. I've been camping over the weekend and then got home and, and kind of had some downtime before uh, Sunday morning and, uh, and then here at the office today. So it's good. Well, let's let's kind of dive into your change journals. Um, you you've kept yeah. a journal for a long time, and 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 you've you've altered the way you journal because of some physical restraints. But before we get started, just tell me a little bit about um, why you journal, the problem that you hoped to solve when you started journaling. Yeah, so when I was 15, um, and and I had really, I guess when I was 14, I had rededicated my life to Christ. And so uh, those upcoming months and, and the year after that, uh, the pastor at our church, uh, our youth pastor, uh, he had really just encouraged me to, to, to journal uh, and to, to put to words uh, and put to paper uh, what it was I thought and, and just just my prayers. And so uh, I began doing that. Uh, I would I would read scripture at night before bed, and then just kind of journal and write out uh, my thoughts, my prayers, how my day went, and uh, and that just began the process for me. That's where that's where it all started. Um, my mom got me some really cool leather journals, and so I then became kind of a collector of unique leather journals and and I thought they were just awesome uh, and so I, I kept up with those over time and uh, as I as I grew and just you know got older uh, my prayers changed and so it became uh, more so you know uh, God give me direction as I as I seek a, a spouse one day uh, and then what you know what what I looked for in a spouse and and uh, all of that. And so just, you know, like I said, the day-to-day stuff, uh, but also just the longing for what the future may hold. Uh, at, you know, when I was 15, I had no idea. And so it was just, you know, help me to catch a big fish tomorrow or, or you know, <laughs> or that may be. Uh, but as time went on, uh, yeah, it became, God, I don't know where you want me to go to college. I don't know what, you know, what you want me to do uh, here in the near future, but please guide me, direct me. And and uh, I'll tell you, the coolest part has been over the years going back to those journals and just sitting down and reading over. And some of it's absolutely silly. You think, I can't believe I was praying for, you know, this or, or that or um, why in the world did I record what I ate for lunch that day? Uh, that kind of stuff. But um, so, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of where it all started and began. And uh, and then it was, a, a, I guess, about three years ago that I shift to uh, really to typing uh, instead of just the, the handwriting part. So Now, I know you are an avid outdoorsman. We've kind of alluded to that just a little bit. Did you 
are, are you the kind of guy who took those beautiful leather journals on hikes with you and journaled there? Did you have a specific place at home or um, where, what, what did that look like uh, typically when, when you wrote in your journals? Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, yeah. A lot of times it was the front porch, you know, just my front porch or my back porch or my kitchen table. But absolutely, anytime I was outdoors, I've got countless times where I was sitting at the peak of White Rock uh, with my Bible, my journal, and a pen, and and just kind of, you know, uh, seeking God and 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 just kind of reflecting on the future, but also reading back over the journal, reflecting over the past, um, and just kind of talking about what I was thinking, what I was feeling in that, in that present moment. Uh, yeah. And so there was a lot of times, and even, even this weekend, uh, just, just being out in the woods and, and having a chance to, uh, like I said, now I don't, um, I, I used a little iPad mini this week and just literally typed it out. Uh, but, but I had that with me, uh, and, and just kind of the notes, the notes app type thing. And, and so then I incorporate that all to, to the way I do it now, but yes, back then countless times. And I would actually write, uh, right now, you know, and I would try to describe what I was looking at. Right now, I'm watching as this the sun is coming up over the horizon. Uh, there would be times, like I said, at White Rock, or there would be times where we were camping off in the woods, and so as I could hear the uh, the birds starting to chirp, you know, the squirrels starting to come out bright and early in the mornings, or the sound of the uh, the French press, or you know, the coffee pot uh, whistling kind of thing. It just so all that kind of stuff in the, in the mornings and. Uh, I guess I don't know. I don't really remember what at what point it transitioned from evenings, you know, when I was younger to to mornings uh, because I do it now. Uh, well, now I do it all throughout the day, uh, but but typically it was in the morning times. Now I know that you created um, a really cool gift because we've already talked about that that you prayed for the woman who would become your wife and to seek guidance. And recently, you put together a very cool gift of those journals. Tell me about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so exactly. So as, as those journals begin to kind of pile up um, over the years, uh, it's fascinating because, as I said, I had prayed for my spouse. And so... Um, Interestingly enough, going back and reading those, I was also praying about a girl uh, that wasn't the girl <laughs> kind of thing. And so all of that is in there as well. Um, but but yeah, ultimately, on, on my wedding day, I was able to give to Susanna uh, all of those journals uh, as a wedding gift uh, saying, hey, you know, I prayed for you all these years. So this is pretty cool that you can go back and, and read these and, and see how I prayed for you and and about you, though I didn't even know you, you know, at the time kind of thing. And so, yeah, it's always been, it's a, a special thing to, to go back and, and read those and see, you know, the foolishness of man, I guess you could say, to see, I had no idea what God was doing. And yet he knew exactly, he always does know exactly what he's doing uh, in that process. Now, you've, we've talked a little bit about what your practice looks like now. Um, mm-hmm. And and you've had to switch from longhand to typing things out because of a wrist injury. How how has that kind of changed things for you? Yeah. 
So I still have those collect uh, a collection of leather journals. Some of them have never even been written in, um, and and now more so. I I will every now and then take take pen to paper and write out uh, journals for sermons, sermon ideas, and so I keep just one, you know, moleskin off to the side. And and anytime I have a sermon type moment or idea, uh, or even something in celebrate recovery that sticks out to me, and I think, man, that's that's worth jotting down. Uh, I'll write it down, but a few years ago, um, I started to struggle with, I had fallen in high school and broke both my wrists, so there was a season where I couldn't write, um, but I could type, and and 99, I think, is when I got my first email account kind of thing, so it kind of goes back to, up until then, I had been writing everything, but but I, I learned I could I could type, and so I would print off, I would type it up and print it off, but, uh, but about three years ago, uh, just some early, I think early type arthritis kind of began to set in my wrists and uh, I'm left-handed. And so I've always curled my wrists when I write and, uh, and it just tightens up over uh, about 20 minutes and, and, and then I struggle. So um, I, even in like, for example, the writing in my step study books for Celebrate Recovery, I'll answer a question and then I'll, I'll set it down for a little bit just because it, it just gets sore. And so, but I can type, I can sit there and, and type you know, all day, and that doesn't that doesn't affect me because I'm not really moving that that wrist or the, the wrists. And so, uh, I I did transition about 2016 to uh, to typing. And so, what I'll do is, um, you know, I'll just I'll get up in the morning and I'll I'll write out a few things. Um, this is my prayers this morning. This is what I'm reading in Scripture right now. Uh, I'll take some notes on what I'm reading, and so. That way I can kind of just control F and, and go back to it at any point in time. So it's actually kind of become a database for me uh, in my research that I can find things that I've written about or studied before. Uh, and so now it's a, it's a healthy little volume. I looked at it the other day and it was about 286 pages, uh, single spaced so far uh, from, and that's just from 2016. So uh, it, it, it really adds up pretty quick when you, when you think about just you know, what all you're putting into that on a daily basis. And I'm fascinated by the simplicity that you use to keep that research journal. I mean, goodness knows, I don't even want to, I don't even want to think about uh, the number of note-taking apps that I own. My closet is filled with (laughs) journals, written journals, and your method is so stinking simple Tell me how you use pages. Is that right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Walk me through that. Yeah. So I just have uh, the Pages app on my iPad Pro, and so I can. And of course, Pages works on any Apple device. But uh, so, like I said, on on uh, on the hike, I can even use my phone, um, and so I can write something up in Notes, literally just in the Notes app on your phone, uh, and then I can transition it over, copy and paste it over. Uh, later in onto my iPad, and since they all inter, intertwine uh, with that little I, iPad or Apple Cloud, then I can easily transition that. So I just have in Pages. I have a document, and it's literally labeled Frankie's Journal, um, and it's password protected, or for me, it's thumbprint protected. And so I just touch my thumb to it, and it opens up. It opens right up. Uh, and as I said, there's almost 300 pages there. So if you hit the space bar, it takes you to the very end. Uh, so that way you don't have to scroll through 
hundreds of pages to get to the bottom. You just hit the space bar, begin typing, and it picks up right where you left off. And so I'll label it. So today was Monday, July 29th, and then I just go. Um, and then it's sometimes, I mean, it's just, it's just my honest truth. Uh, sometimes it's, you know, life's great. Sometimes it's, God, I'm frustrated at you, and here's why today. Um, and so there's, there's nothing held back there. And I just, I get to be open and honest with myself uh, and with God. And, uh, and so it's, uh, as James 5, 16 says, confess your sins to one another uh, so that you may be healed. And so for me, there, there's healing in, in just putting those words to, to type uh, and to, to paper in that format, if you will. And I, you know, the thought is one day my kids would read it or, or my wife, Susanna always has the opportunity, the freedom to read that. Um, and so they can, if they want, they may think my dad was a goober, you know, <laughs> and that's okay. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's all recorded there. And I think, well, I, I think sometimes when I write and type, I think this will be cool for Hayden or Hallie or Harper to read later on um, because I'm talking about them growing up as well. You know, there's uh, the little stuff. And, and sometimes it's, it's almost a, I can copy it over and then paste it to Facebook because it's just life. Um, yesterday, for example, Harper, uh, Hayden, my, my oldest, my 11-year-old, helped Harper, uh, my four-year-old. Uh, I took her training wheels off, and then he helped her, and he got her uh, on her way riding her, her bike. And uh, so we were out videoing it and stuff. And, and then I, I, I typed up something on Facebook and shared the little video. And then I just copied and pasted that, that, those words into my journal um, so that I would have that little moment there of, you know, to not forget of course, now you have you have other things, uh, time hop and all these, you know, Facebook now keeps a track of all these pictures and stuff. And that's cool. And you can literally do the exact same thing with pages. You can copy and paste pictures in there as well to, to go back and see the, the memories and, and stuff like that. So That was my next question. Do you ever put photos in there or do you just kind of reference to so that your social media accounts become your your image library? Yeah, it's easier that way, and so I don't have nearly as I don't have nearly as many pictures uh, in my journal as I do, right? Just with the stuff on social media, um, and again, now you know with Google Images and all those those features that uh, you can just they automatically upload you know your your images to something to the to the cloud, and that being free, um, most of that I can just keep track keep track of that way. What happens when you miss a few sessions? Does that ever happen? It does. Uh, so, for example, this morning, I also caught up on yesterday. Um, yesterday, I just was exhausted. <laughs> uh, it was a full day. And so um, and I so I just went back this morning and, and wrote in yesterday's as well. And I write it as though it's happening that day. Um, I don't know why. Uh, that maybe that's kind of just an odd thing about it. But I, I write it as though I didn't miss, if that makes sense. Yeah, sure. Just... Uh, but again, like like I say, because the bicycle thing happened yesterday, I went back and copied and pasted that over, and uh, that allows me to to keep it up, keep it going. But yeah, I always it's it's also healthy, I think, maybe just to regurgitate what you just went through, even though you've allowed time to go through. And so when I'm on vacation, I do the same thing. Um, I'll, I'll journal. You know, we we like to road trip. Post family likes to. They're epic to hit the road. road trips too, dude. <laughs> it's a. We have a blast doing that, and and so I will, you know, post things on along the trips, and uh, and I'm copying those into the journal as well uh, for me to have later. Sometimes, I mean, obviously, you know, I, 
I'll only put so much out there on social sure. media, um, but I'll I'll keep some of the special and the private moments uh, for the journal. How do you think journaling has changed you? Hmm. Yeah, I think that it's in a cool way. It keeps me honest with myself. Um, as I said, I, I hold nothing back uh, on that. And, and maybe in, in some ways too, it's helped me to be able to communicate with others what I probably wouldn't have prior to. Um, I say that because I've been, though I've been doing it since I was 15. So I don't really recall not doing it. Um, but yeah, I think it helps me to process things and to think through things in ways that I, I probably wouldn't. I'm also, I'm also mindful of when I hear people say something that, that I'm curious about, I follow through with that question. You know, I, I, I gotta, I gotta go ahead and ask you this. And I guess it's because I do that in journaling. I, I process the questions that I'm wrestling with and I just type them out and I talk about them. Um, however long that may take. Uh, I, I think kind of the beauty of my job now is that I, I'm often at my desk if I'm not out having coffee or, or lunch with someone or, you know, doing outside, outside the, the walls of the church type ministry. Um, I'm able to sit down several times throughout the day and just journal my thoughts on a meeting or my thoughts on, you know, uh, an event that I have coming up or something that I've, I've been thinking about. Uh, for example, uh, with Hayden this past weekend, it was a father-son hiking trip. So uh, we sat there one night and we watched the sun go down and it was priceless, absolutely priceless. I'll tear up if I talk too long about it, but it was just incredible. And uh, he asked me, he said, uh, do you ever think about dying? And just it opened up this awesome conversation about, yeah, I do a lot, you know, and and a lot of it's because it's my line of work. And I, you know, as a pastor, I um, you do you a know, lot of funerals and you're good I at do a it. lot of funerals. Yeah. And, and so there's, there's just that part of, of what I do. And so I was like, yeah, I, I had that conversation. And, and he said, I don't think I ever will. I think the rapture is going to take place and, and I'll be out of here. <laughs> and I said, you know, I've always thought that. And, uh, and, and, and I've had countless conversations with my grandmother, um, who's, who's now uh, struggling with uh, late stages of dementia, uh, and in a nursing home. And so, I can see the inevitable for her. Uh, and, and so just processing that. And, and this is the kind of things that I'm talking about, you know, in this journal of this priceless conversation that I had with Hayden mm -hmm. overlooking the sunset and this valley and, and the trees and the mountains. And, and uh, so, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty special. <laughs> mm. You know, we, we just alluded to step studies, and, and if you're not familiar with Celebrate Recovery, uh, you, you probably wonder what a step study is. And um, quite simply, um, uh, our, our, our mutual friend Ada, Reboots Episode 004, uh, said something the other day, Frankie, that made me go, huh. Ada always feels like, oh my gosh, I'm not a journaler, and 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 you are and it's like okay fine and she said the other day but you know what i guess i do journal every time i do a step step study it's journaling out loud do you see yeah. that as as journaling out loud sort of not in public necessarily but 
answering the questions that are in those four participants' guides and um, just being honest with ourselves. What's your take on that? Absolutely. Yeah, that's a great way to look at it uh, that I had never really, really thought of before. But yeah, when you're taking the time to process those types of questions, um, which is what we do in that step study, is we go through the lessons, the 25 uh, lessons of CR, and then we, or I guess 24, lesson 25 doesn't have questions. But uh, when we go through those questions and we answer them, it's one thing to write down our answers, like you just said, but, but to hear other people share. Um, I feel like when I walk away from a step study, what I journal separately is not the names of anyone who, who said what, but is what I took away from that. Um, and so I often have to, you, you asked a minute ago, do I, do I allow a lot of time to go between journaling? On, on moments like that, I try not to because those are mental things that I don't want to forget. You know, I don't want to, and I know myself well enough that go 48 hours, you're going to start forgetting some of those crucial conversations that you had that were really just priceless conversations that, hey, I need to chew on that nugget for a while. You know, um, if someone said this, well, I need to, I need to make a note of that. And that's where if you're busy, you know, and that's the benefit of the simplicity of the way we do it, pull out your phone, type it up and just save it as a note. And then you can go back in later and copy and paste that over uh, into that, that journal. But I do, I, I get what Ada is, is saying. And, and so, yes, I feel like step study in and of itself naturally helps develop what, um, what you asked me about earlier that I feel like I've, I've been able to put into practice from doing uh, this, this journal like I have. You, because you've you've journaled so many different ways uh, for so long, this may be a difficult question for you. What are three tools if you feel like you just really have to have in order to execute your regular journaling practice? Cup of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Let's start there. Uh, cup of coffee, the Word of God, uh, and, and then just the tool, whether it's my phone. Uh, and like I said, in all sim- simple forms, it can be um, just my phone. Uh, I have, and I should have brought it to show you, but I have my old Bible from when I was in college. Um, and that was the Bible that I often say I, I learned who I was in college. I learned who God was in seminary. Mm-hmm. And so this Bible I got in 97, nine, no, 99, when I started college and uh I just inked it up, um, uh, you know, and so it's just, it's got, and, and it's, it's worn, um, but it's, it's kind of my go-to tool. And, uh, that's, even though it's a small font, my eyes can't see it. Oh, it'll uh, get and, worse, my brother. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I can't see it as well as I used to, but I love that old Bible. And there's just something about, uh, like I said, maybe it's just because that's where I grew so much in my relationship with God. And as a pastor, my wife will tell you, I've got hundreds of Bibles. Uh, but I always go to that one. That's my my go-to. So, so that uh, that cup of coffee, uh, and that's just that's just the humanity part of it, I guess. Is the <laughs> I need that coffee in the mornings, uh, or even in the evenings. I'll 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 brew up a cup of coffee uh, if I'm going to be writing or journaling uh, later in the evening as well. Uh, and then and then yeah, whatever I'm, whatever source that I'm I'm putting those those notes to. 
I've got two closing questions for you. One is is the the typical question that I always like to to wrap up the Change Journals episodes with. Uh, the other is your unique position as a Celebrate Recovery Pastor. So let's go with the latter first. Who, who should come see you or someone like you who is a pastor of Celebrate Recovery? What kind of problems might help be resolved or addressed through Celebrate Recovery? And how would someone know if they need to to use the CR app and look up their local Celebrate Recovery. Absolutely. Um, maybe I'm biased, but to that question, I would say everybody. Uh, that's just my personal my personal thought and opinion um, is that CR is for anyone with a hurt habit or hang up. So we use that language, but ultimately that defines all of us. Um, regard, you know, regardless of anything else, that, that really defines all of us. But yeah, if anyone there's, you know, I'll receive calls on a daily basis here at the church. Um, and it's typically people that have got to a point to where it, whatever that hurt is in their life, it outweighs their fears. Um, and that's their fears of, uh, you know, running into someone they know or to going to a program that they thought, uh, this is for those type of people. Um, they may be beginning to embrace the fact that maybe I am one of those types of people, whatever that is. Um, and so it's, it's, it's just kind of coming out of that, that stigma, of probably whatever it, it is that that person has thought of it to be, uh, and overcoming that. But the beauty of it is when someone comes in, they almost always say, you guys are just real. <laughs> yep. This is a place where we can just be real and open and honest and, and, uh, you know, and so, and we, we teach, we teach scripture, we teach the word, um, through the 12 steps and, and the eight principles, uh, and the scriptures that surrounds those. And, uh, and, and we're, it's a safe environment. So, um, it really is, uh, for anyone and everyone. I, I see all types come in a lot of times specifically, I'll have couples that are going through some marital type situations, some frustrations or some confusions. Um, and so there needs to be some counseling, uh, as well. And so we, we recommend a CR program, but we also recommend individual counseling, couples counseling. Uh, we have people that uh, are dealing with, uh, with drug or alcohol abuse. Uh, sometimes it's even court mandated, although I will say that there's much more situations where specifically it's people with anxiety, uh, people with anger issues, people with uh, uh, eating uh, is- issues or, you know, that, that struggle with eating disorders, things of that nature. And so uh, it's always that reminder that alcohol or, or drugs are only a third uh, of, of the, the population of, of the people that come through Celebrate Recovery. Um, we're, we are at, at ours, we're about to start a grief group uh, for ladies. Uh, we'll start that in the fall. And so, you know, we, we have all the time people who are saying, man, I, I lost a, a sibling or a parent or a grandparent. Um, I'm just looking for a way to, to cope, uh, you know, and, and, and to f- surround myself with healthier individuals who have gone down the same path. That's exactly what Celebrate Recovery is. is it's, it's a healthy program for someone who's a few steps ahead of you, whatever it is in your situation, your, your hurt habit or hang up. Um, and we're able to, to come alongside you and, and walk you through 
uh, that process. That's what brought me to recovery was uh, unresolved grief. And then I realized there was a host of other things, codependency and anger. Oh my goodness, the anger and the anxiety and all of those other things. Mm. And and isn't it interesting how after people will come a few weeks and, you know, um, we tell people all the time when I, when I co-lead uh, newcomers with you, um, you know, give it six tries. Uh, and if you don't like it, we'll give you your misery back. And we, we're careful right. about when we say that because when people are like really, really hurting so badly, that's not funny. <laughs> But right. but there are others who you know they're just kind of nervous and that sort of humor helps helps um, kind of break break the tension. But no kidding, people people will come for a few weeks and they'll realize, oh my gosh, I don't know where to start, and that's okay too, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, even when I came into the program, I didn't know where to begin. I thought I was there help to help everyone else, and you do. <laughs> And I do, but uh, I've also uh, learned that a lot of this was to help, you know, God used this and, and is using this to help me as well. So, yeah. so I'll, I'll, I'll get to the closing question. Uh, what encouragement or advice do you have for somebody who's, who is just really interested in journaling and uh, becoming more self-aware, recording their life for posterity or for family? And they just think, oh, my goodness, I can't ever be as consistent as Frankie is, so I'll just not even start. Yeah, I would say, um, you know, just give it give it a day. Try it. I mean, in Celebrate Recovery, we say it's all one day at a time, one moment at a time. And so well, what I find, as I mentioned earlier, is just jotting down these things as I go throughout the day. And so the cool part, and maybe it maybe it someone could go, hey, I could see that in the future being the best benefit of this whole thing. Is for me, I can now look back at years past on certain dates and go, where was I? What was I doing? And what was I, how was I living? And how was I thinking on this date five years ago? Because a lot of times we say, well, here's what I want to be doing in five years. And so you can go to these journals and look back five years. Uh, I remember preaching in in Greenwood uh, at, at our community Bible church, Greenwood campus. And uh, I had a gentleman later say, it was one of the most powerful sermons I've ever heard you preach. And one of the things that I did was I brought my journal up that day and I shared with them. It was purposefully because it was the three-year anniversary of our Greenwood campus. And so I shared with them three years to that day, my journal entry of how I had asked God to, to bless this campus and you know, and, and just had the unknowns of what this campus was going to look like because back then we were meeting at Westwood Elementary School, we didn't have a permanent building, a permanent structure, and so then to read read that years later and to see where you're at and and, and the progress that that you've made or that the church has made and other things, it's just cool. It's just powerful, and you ha- you'll have that from that day forward to go back and look on later on. So maybe if I can encourage you from from looking a looking back perspective as well, uh, it's pretty awesome to be able to to go back and 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 read through. And for whatever reason, as soon as you begin to read what you've written in the past, it all comes back. It, it just all does. I guess it's just because it's mine and, and I, I wrote it. And so I'm able to recall it, but it's pretty cool. Well, I love the lessons when you teach Celebrate Recovery and you drag those journals in and you slap them on the table <laughs> and 
you share a little bit of your journals with us. It, it just it, it feels like a gift, and I thank you for sharing of yourself in those times and uh, today as well, my brother. Absolutely. Thank you. You're a good man, and I'm keeping you. You're my friend. <laughs> Thanks, Tracy. We'll see you. Well, y'all, that's another edition of The Change Journals. This is Tracy Winchell, and we'll see you next time.